Moika! Welcome to Mastering Finland. This podcast shares stories of foreigners in Finland and provides practical tips and learning opportunities for all. Go ahead, join our community and enjoy listening to this episode. For more information, check our website masteringfinland.com. Hey, Alihopa! <laughs> Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back to Mastering Finland. My name is Matt. I'm the host today, and our guest is Veronica Herzberry. Uh, she's the team leader of Lukan Integration, and she's also the acting interim head of Lukan, based in Helsinki. Uh, for those of you who, who may not be familiar, uh, Lukan Integration provides professional advice through individual guidance, mentorship, workshops, and social gatherings to help immigrants find their way in Finland, and they also provide information and guidance on integrating in the Swedish language. Lukan Integration is part of Lukan, which is a Finnish-Swedish information and culture center and gives information about Swedish services and about the Finnish-Swedish community, cultural life, associations, and much more. So thank you very much for being with us today, Veronica. Uh, thank you, Matthew. It's really nice to be here. It's really nice to to have a possibility to talk about our work and and have a discussion about with you about maybe Swedish speaking Finns or what we are doing at Lucan and then what how Lucan integration could help you out in different questions. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Looking forward to it. All right, so uh, you you were born in Finland, so you're you know we don't need to know how you got here. No, mother, she was. <laughs> but... uh, she was born born as a Swiss Swiss. She was though born in Finland, but she had a Swiss passport. So yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, I guess you could talk a little bit about you since you are a Swedish speaking Finn. That does give you a different upbringing and perspective than uh, someone who grows up just speaking Finnish and kind of learning a little bit of the Swedish in school, mm-hmm. I suppose. But how how do you feel that uh, your life has been different uh, growing up in Finland as like a Swedish? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, what I would say is, uh, and it maybe it's important to to keep that in mind that my mother thing is Swedish, my father and my mother they both spoke Swedish, and the whole family spoke Swedish together. Uh, then I was married to a Finn, Finnish speaking Finn, and then we brought up our children bilingually, but they speak only Swedish with me and. And then another thing is that I have gone through all education in Swedish, and then I had Finnish and English as a subject. So I started to learn Finnish and English uh, in the grade three when I was nine years old. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but before that, I have learned some some Finnish in the in the playground uh, with uh, with my friends in the, that lived in the same building as I lived. Uh, but otherwise, my my surrounding was really pretty Swedish. Yes. So Swedish is my mother tongue. Swedish is the language that I think with, probably. I think so, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, Swedish, I speak in the places where we have our summer cottages because they are on coast coastline. And there you hear a lot of Swedish. Oh, mainly, mainly Swedish. Okay. What part did you grow up in? Uh, was it was it a predominantly Swedish speaking area, or was it just in your family that it was like that? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I grew up in Helsinki. Okay. So I grew up in Helsinki and attended a Swedish daycare center or, or early childhood education and a Swedish school and so on. So in my, uh, the playground was so that we had, there were both Finnish and Swedish speaking children in the playground. So it's 
spoke both Swedish and Finnish, and I learned learned my first uh, Finnish language in in the playground. And then I went to the school, and the same continued when we moved about. I, I lived in the eastern part of Helsinki, in the suburbs. So when we moved around, it was so, so, so that there were some other people, that, children that also spoke Swedish. So we spoke both languages, I think. And then okay. we learned more and more Finnish. And, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it was a problem ever. <laughs> uh, or sometimes, yeah, <laughs> I have been teased. Uh, that I'm a Swedish speaking Finn, but uh, not not that much. So it was so that I learned Swedish, uh, Finnish in the playground. I learned Swedish from the other other children, uh, Finnish from the other children. Okay. Yeah, but the surrounding was Swedish quite a lot, and and the school was Swedish, and uh, uh, I spoke f- Swedish with my grandparents and my cousins, and uh, in the shops and everywhere. And then you learn where you find the Swedish surroundings within the city as well so you go to the swedish theater and you go to the, the bookstore and you know where the swedish books are and so on so in that sense i think that uh yeah and when i studied i studied in norbo academy in orbo in turku and mm-hmm. there uh i hardly spoke finnish it was a place where you spoke mainly swedish all the time it was a bit strange because i was so so used to change languages uh during the day though yeah All right. So another thing I want to ask you um, is that since, you know, I, I, I kind of want to get your opinion on, on the whole Finland being named the happiest country in the world for six years in a row. You know, is that something you agree with? Is that something you disagree with? Are you confused like so many other people? Like, what? Finland's the happiest country? Or are you like, absolutely? <laughs> I think that after this news about the new government plan, um, I doubt that we will be the happiest country next year. Yeah. Um, uh, but maybe we don't go there <laughs> today. But I, I'm really scared of what 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 will happen now. How fast? How far will they put us? But uh, yeah, I think that you need to open up what is in this uh, sentence saying that we are the happiest country, and maybe the happy happiness is not the right word, but maybe it's about social security, feeling safe and then mm-hmm. um, relying on the, uh, on the government and things like that. I think that's the maybe those things that I could agree with that might be so that right. um, is in a really good condition in Finland. But in, in talk about laughing and being happy in that sense, I wouldn't agree yeah. <laughs> on that. Yeah. So it depends. But so I think that Happiness maybe is not the right right adjective or the right word to use there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, certainly from my perspective, I've been enjoying myself since I've, I've moved here, which was about the same amount of time ago. And I always feel like, uh, I don't know if, I, I kind of agree with you that like happy is kind of a misleading term for it, but it's, it's sort of more about uh, being balanced and content yeah. and being able to just, be able to be happy about about how things are going it's not so much about whether you have a smile on your face or you're laughing yeah. about things but uh yeah so it's it's nice to to ask somebody um uh, what they think about that so <laughs> thank you for that yeah it's a bit tricky <laughs> so you're the team leader uh for look and integration and Let's let let you just tell us more about that. What are you doing, and what's it all about? And yeah, 
Yeah, as, as you said in the beginning, that Lucan integration is a part of Lucan. Uh, but and and Lucan uh, started uh, thirty years ago, uh, when we designed uh, saw that it's not so easy to find mm-hmm. find the Swedish cultural activities and the Swedish associations and things like that. If you are moving in to Helsinki from from other parts of Finland, mm-hmm. so then we started with the small small Lucca small window that we opened some hours per day and gave information about where to find these Swedish associations and this was this was before the internet and, and Google and, and things like that so so you really had to phone or to ask people come to, to a place and ask people and so on after that the Lucan has been growing quite a lot so we are much more than 20 people 25 people working at Lucan at the moment and in, in Helsinki, we could share our work in four different teams. Okay. So it's integration and it's uh, work with youth and the youth well being. Uh, so they have a lot of, they had 30 hours of chat uh, on the internet. And then we have children's or children's culture. So there is a lot of um, culture for children that are mainly. Um, attending the, the Swedish or the immersion um, takers, that they come here and get some kind of culture, okay. um, insights and family cafes in a huge amount of different languages. I think around six different languages. Once a week we have a family cafe and people can come in and either practice their language or be in the community with, with their own language and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then we have the, the culture, uh, and adult culture is maybe not the right term, but the culture where where we have stand-up comedies and we have exhibitions and we have music mingling and things like that, for in mainly in Swedish for a broad audience. It's, um, most of our things are free. So it's just to jump in uh, and to follow us at, uh, on our Facebook page or, or then on, on our website and what's going on at Lucan and how could you jump in. And, and I think we have 10 stand-up evenings and most of the stand-ups are in Swedish, but some are in English as well. So these are the mm-hmm. other three teams. And then we have Lucan Integration and that's uh, was built up in the, for the same reason as, as Lucan as a whole, that we need to share more information uh, on on different aspects. So look at integration has uh, counselings for four days a week. So you can book a counselling on, on our website. Uh, we can give counselling at the moment in eight different languages. And okay. I think from the autumn in nine or ten different languages. So, so you then... Somebody who has moved in is a low threshold. You can book a counseling for 50 minutes and present your thoughts, your questions, and so on to our counselor uh, in then eight to 10 different languages, four days a week. And then they will give have a discussion with you and give a recap on how you could uh, go forward and, okay. and try to find the right services if it's not that we can help you all the way and then you can book a new time if needed uh, and, but then we also have gatherings with CV workshops and seminars on how to how to get uh, employment and what kind of employment how is the network working and because it's said in Finland that 70% of the work 
is found is, is you can find it via your networks so the networking is really important and how to get to network and how to get meet people that you have could be in contact with to, to find find a job in, in Finland and then we have also social gatherings so we have open mics and we have different we call them open living rooms so it's the the idea is to come there it's a low threshold and you do things together and discuss with other people to get maybe we have the feeling there are a lot of people that feel alone so this is one way to to not feeling so alone and yeah. then this autumn we will also have mushroom picking again and we were around 30 people that went out in this forest last last autumn to try to find some mushrooms so okay. both counseling workshops and then we have a fika mentoring program if you are e- e- eager to have a mentor you can apply for that you know in the beginning of august and peer support groups for job seeking so that you both in english and russian so then you can have a peer support and and in that way try to find a job for you okay so this is really fast yeah <laughs> fast forward well, are you are you only serving people um in the Helsinki area or can people be all over Finland? Uh, people can be both online and all over Finland online. Okay. And uh, then we have um, we have spots in Helsinki, Espo, Kirkonomi and Porvo. Okay. So so then you can book guidance there. Uh, but the, all, of course, if it's so that you are living in in Joensu, we don't may, maybe not know what's going on in Joensu particularly, but yeah. we can help more natural uh, items. But then, if you are living abroad, then we have said that okay, this is too far away from our our services. Then then it's better to find find somewhere somewhere else, and because we get quite a lot of some. Some questions as well. That could you help me? I have been thinking about moving to Finland, but I think that that's a way we put our limits now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I, I've I've experienced that myself, where people uh, sometimes like reach out, like, "Oh, I I want to move to Finland. Can you help me?" It's like, there's only so much I can do, and it's not like I can guarantee anything either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, of course uh, that's uh, quite a quite important question. We give information in all these uh, eight to ten languages mm-hmm. about everything that you are want to ask. We try to to answer, and then we have the special knowledge in in Swedish integration. Okay. So, at least if you are interested in Swedish integration, maybe you don't get answers hardly from anywhere else. Then it's easiest to start with us, and then we try to to help you onward. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, when you when you talk about the uh, the mushroom picking in the forest, yeah. like uh, that sounds like a really interesting and fun experience. But you also, it's probably good to do something like that because then you can learn which yeah. mushrooms to pick and which ones not to. Yeah, exactly. Some I think that are poisonous and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you go out exploring the mushrooms, uh, it could be good to go attend a day like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what got you into uh, to doing this kind of work? I think it was uh, quite much. No, I was asked, <laughs> and that's a short answer. But the other one was that uh, I have been working with um, with on how to open up uh, the Swedish language and Swedish community to either Finnish-speaking Finns or or to a 
wider community and I have been working with minority issues, language issues uh, a lot uh, during my my career. So it was about quite much about and I have been working with uh, integration and inclusive matters as well in, in, in the city of Helsinki or I've been a part of uh, one board in the city of Helsinki as well. So it, has, it was a, a mixture there how to open up the Swedish community to people that move in and how to help minorities and how to yeah, work with integration matters. So I think that's a quite a good, good mixture and yeah. why I'm, I'm sitting here at the moment. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, so when people come, uh, you know, everybody's kind of got their own individual story. And I think, I think one of the things that becomes somewhat problematic from I guess the usually the government funded and the things that the government's doing to try to help they tend to be very generalized uh it's it's a one size fits all solution for people who are not one size fits all so yeah. Yeah. uh I guess you know it, it it sort of begs the question of you know what can people do to try to better prepare themselves because when when people come to Finland from especially different ty- like the depending on where you're coming from, the culture you're coming from, yeah. uh, it can have a vastly different effect on how you are doing with your own integration. So what kind of advice uh, can you offer people for how to cope with Finland and maybe even the, the Finnish people as well? Yeah, now maybe we now go from, away from the guidances and, and come more to this, what kind of culture, yeah. where are we really living? Um, I think that it would, uh, it's quite important to, to some way keep in mind that, uh, that maybe we Finns are not that easy to, to first chat with. Uh, so we are not so that we are really chatable <laughs> and maybe not the best one in cocktail parties and things like that yeah. so they're a bit shy and and then we go quite directly to different questions or problems and we try to solve the problem and so on but if you so it's good if you dare to come <laughs> to discuss with us and have time to to listen and discuss uh, and uh, not so much much about chit-chatting so i think that's that could be a some kind of answer on, on how to to contact us and okay could you help me with this I've, of course you don't need to have a problem but uh, but uh, in some way mm, be prepared also to listen to the answer i think that could be be something and then ask small questions but not, uh, not so much chatting <laughs> yeah that's great and i i think also to go back to what you mentioned earlier about the networking and you said the statistic of you said 70% Yes. Of yeah. of people's employment comes from directly from some kind of networking. I think that, yeah. I mean, in my experience, that I, I'm I actually think that it seems like it's higher than seventy percent. Mm. Um, I said seventy percent. Yeah, just higher. just yeah. to really hit home with that point, I can't stress enough to people how important it is to put yourself out there and to become part of a network and build your own network because yeah all the best opportunities if not all of them that i've ever had have been the result of some kind of networking yeah uh, and in that sense i think that things are quite good so yeah. if you 
if you want to ask them a or ask a question, I think that we try to give an honest answer and try mm -hmm. to help uh, help people out. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that's that's a good way to to work forward. Is really to take that opportunity if you come to open living room, try to discuss with people around and start with something, and then uh of course maybe not <laughs> yeah so and uh, when you go mushroom picking i think that's a quite a good opportunity to just also discuss mushrooms but also what are you doing at the moment and yeah how did you do that and could you help me out and, and things like that yeah yeah when you get involved in these types of organizations and communities you meet a lot more people who are also in similar situations and that's a good thing to yes. be part of for you know moral support and and everything it really helps a lot to know that you're not suffering alone and and that yeah. there are, there are yeah. people out there who who not only are going through similar things but there's also people out there who are trying to help those people so yeah it's good to get and i think, uh, I think we could have we could uh, think about these peer support groups that we have so mm -hmm. so there are from 10 to 12 people uh, that are uh, grouping together to into this peer support group and they meet eight times and uh, for the last two or two years i think that they then started a whatsapp group that has been going on since they they went to this peer support group so then they have a whatsapp group as well where they can continue to have these discussions going on uh, even if the peer support group as such doesn't uh, meet in in Lucan anymore so then you can also get the feeling, okay, I'm belonging to this kind of group and, and get the feeling of that you are secure in that group. So you yeah. can ask different questions there as well, because you know, in some way, at least you know these people that they are also struggling with, with the same question of finding a job. Yeah. And then you can continue with that and in, in, a, in a WhatsApp group as well and maybe go out for, for something together as well and so on. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about like travel advice? Anybody who's planning to come just to visit, is there good advice that you would give to people on how they should approach a a visit to Finland? Mm. Um, now, maybe during the summertime, I think it would be quite good to be at either on the seaside or go to the um, go to this uh, the lake. Uh, yeah. part to go to Savolina and, and St. Mikkel and maybe the, the opera festival in, in, in Savolina could be quite interesting yeah. to see and then they, bo they book a boat trip and, and travel around there and, and see see the small lakes, so not so small lakes either but there are quite a lot of lakes in, in, in Savolina Mikkeli yeah. district so I think that could be quite a nice nice trip to do and try to figure out what's going on there and then if you want to do more about and then or then travel to Orland Islands and maybe not take the big ferry from Helsinki but you could take take a smaller ferry that goes from behind Nordendal and then take small ferries and jump from one Orland Island to another Orland Island and then in that way uh, visit Orland Islands and see see the whole archipelago yeah uh, and archipelago I think it's quite a cool quite amazing as well when you compare to archipelagos and islands uh, in other countries because uh, you have something in in greece but otherwise you don't really have that much that we have in in Orland islands and outside Orbo, uh, quite a lot of that but then if you want to experience what what i'm doing during the summer at least i will go to two 
two different or maybe three different summer theaters and see a play outside. Now these three are in Swedish that I'm planning to do, but they could also be in Finnish. We have them in in, in Suomenlinna. There is a really good theater going there in Finnish. So that's worthwhile doing. We have Monty Python in Rasepori in, in Swedish. That could be worthwhile listening to Monty Python in, in, in Swedish. And it's in a musical. And then we have a children play in Espo. So then I will go to see these uh, outside theater uh, events. And then there are quite a lot of um, cultural events going on in, in the coastal side as well. So I would, I will probably stay mainly in the western part of Fusima <laughs> during okay. my summer and, and go to these culture events and go swimming and go try to be next to the sea uh, most of the summer. Is like the summer in Finland your favorite time of year? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I then then during after the summer, I'm really relieved and, uh, and I really usually like the autumn to come. Because then you have the high sky and you have the crispy weather and you have the mushrooms and you have the more en- en- you are energetic again and think, okay, and now I will work this uh, this calendar year again, do, 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 doing these and these and these things. So I think that I'm I'm so used to have four different seasons mm-hmm. that these four different seasons are really important to me. Uh, I have never lived longer time in in a place where you don't have four different clearly four different seasons so i don't i but i can i can recall that the, they are the seasons are important for me it's important to have the autumn there yeah do you have like a favorite place in finland overall or i mean you were kind of place. mentioning some of your favorite places in in summertime but mm. Mm. no i like helsinki uh, here's all the things going on uh, so I'm here, but usually I don't. I'm not here during the summertime. I, when I'm off, I'm off. Um, so then I go to a small village in the western part of of Finland. That's called Bromar. Uh, there I like to be as well. But yeah, um, but I I couldn't say that this is the only place where you should go, and that's the uh, no, I, because I think there are a lot of a lot of different places where you can be and it's uh, it's good to explore explore different places as well. Uh what kind of uh like Finnish cuisine do you really love? Yeah. No. Now when it's summer it's nypotatis and sil or uh, what do you call hairy. And, yeah. Uh, and new new potatoes and salmon or things like that and then I like um Lamb meat as well. Okay. It's oh. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nice to like grilling all these different kinds of foods in the summertime. It's yeah, that's it's quite really, nice like, as well to sit out and yeah. 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 Let the time pass. <laughs> Use the grill and have a lot of chit chatting. Mm. But um, I think that if we are more personal, so I would say that my life is quite much uh, connected to my family family life. I, I have quite a 
I live alone, so I, in that sense, I don't have a big family. But I have, I mm. had three children, and I have two sisters and brothers, and I have a father, and I have grandchildren, and so so. Then we form quite a big family that meet meet during the summer. So yeah. I don't really have the time to to have a lot of friends coming up uh, and visiting during the summertime. And that's a pity, <laughs> in a way. But that's my life. How big are you on going to sauna and drinking coffee? Drinking coffee, maybe nowadays, quite a big bunch of coffee in the morning, and then only in the afternoon once. Then after okay. that, I'm not that, not more than that. It's not ten cups anymore, but maybe three. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sauna. Mm, that's also mainly during the summer in the summer cottage. Uh, not that in a, in a proper wood burning sauna, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Not the electrical sauna. No. And then the sea yeah. or the lake next to it. That's fine, but not not so that I would go every day. Sometimes I'd be visiting my friends and they have the sauna on every day, and that's why I, why I don't feel that dirty and. It's hot outside and don't need that. So, yeah, maybe. Do you like to go into the water, like, right directly from the sauna? Yeah. Like, to go jump in and then come back in? Yeah. Yes, I like that. And I have been, yeah. um, what do you call it? Winter winter bathing before. Uh, oh, like when you do the ice? Yeah. Uh, you go into the hole in the ice yeah. and then come back and go. Yeah. All right, so I, I have not done cool. that yet, but. Yeah, then, I'm uh, sure I will. Yes, when, when you are becoming more middle aged, then <laughs> I yeah. you are so young yet. So, <laughs> so that's it. Oh, a well, thank you. Kiitos, kiitos. Olen kolme kuumenta yhdeksän nyt, so <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm starting to become, you know, tosi vanha. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fun so, yes yeah yeah so i i definitely uh in in my mind i'm so much younger than i actually am mm, and yes. there are very weird moments <laughs> yeah there are very weird moments in my life where i get like a reality check <laughs> <laughs> yeah birthday seems so. to be is quite often that kind of moment of what should i write a new number again how should i do this yeah, so maybe in 10 years' time, maybe winter bathing is something for you as well. Yeah, well, I tell you, in all seriousness, I do I do feel like this year is going to be a year of self-reflection so that I can... I feel like going into 40 next year is going to be uh, an opportunity to try to give advice to myself Okay. And share with other people about what I feel like I've learned in my life because I've I've done so many, especially just in the last like decade or fifteen years or so. Like I've done more in just the, that little bit of time than I could, you know, than I would have done the whole life before that. Yeah. So it's it's been a very interesting series of adventures and. Yeah. There's been a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. And I feel like I spent a lot of time not learning very well from, <laughs> okay. from my mistakes. 
but I, I do feel like I'm I'm better at that now. So <laughs> yeah, no, maybe maybe it's both it's maybe both good to learn from your mistake and not learn from your mistakes. Maybe yeah. you learn for a while, but uh, if you just only learn from your mistakes, maybe it's so that you are getting more and more. Uh, well, you know, my my mother is the type of person who likes to say "I told you so," and I I've tried to inform her that that's not her job as my <laughs> as my mother to make me feel any worse because it doesn't, certainly doesn't help <laughs> but i i also have often said that i i heard her warn me about something and i did it anyway mm. uh and i think ultimately i don't regret going through the experience and i i just kind of chalk that up to i prefer to learn the hard way <laughs> no, <laughs> what... well, maybe no but maybe even if if your mother has said mm, don't do that and then it doesn't go that way that you want it maybe also so that it's easier for you to come away from that that thing and, yeah. and continue if nobody had said anything to you and you learned it the hard way maybe you had would feel more like mm, maybe i should have passed this or something like that but now when when she has said don't go there i don't think that's a good idea then you know okay hmm she was right. It was not a good idea, but I learned. I learned something from this, and maybe it was yeah. good that I went through this. But now I can is more easily go forward. Yeah, so absolutely. I think you should listen to her in that sense. Yes, <laughs> I feel yes. that uh, that she gives you some kind of security as well that uh, she's there, even if it goes <laughs> doesn't go that so well. I don't know. Yes, I, I think those are those are some wise words. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, you, I don't you as a mother, you you definitely know. Yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's not so. It's not that bad if a mother says, "Don't go there," and you even that you do that, and then you see that mm, didn't work out, and is it? Okay, but now well, that's the way it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to do what your parents tell you to do. You're supposed to deliberately do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I don't. I don't think that's the truth. But if you only would do only listen to your mother say no don't do that what would you do then <laughs> yeah it would be so narrow it wouldn't be would be so narrow for you yeah. so, so you don't really know where to go because there could be difficulties all the way uh, or yeah. every way there will be some kind of difficulties usually in your life something happens when i and i've appreciated that my my father will has told me a couple of times that he doesn't agree with all my decisions, but he he really respects that I am determined to be my own person, you know, and that yeah. I don't let other people influence me that much. So, I mean, certainly, like, you know, just the whole idea of moving to Finland, <laughs> you know, that's something that my mother thought was a, a crazy thing. And my dad was like, I don't really see why you're doing this either, but I think it's cool that you're doing it, you know, like. Yeah, more power to you, and that's a that's a good way to be because um, that really is what what this is kind of all about. Anybody who moves, I mean, if you move away from your home, even if it's not that far, but certainly moving away to a different country, a different culture, a different mother tongue, and everything, it it's sort of you're jumping into a fire, and people think that that's crazy, but you never. They they don't see the um, necessarily see the value in, in what that's going to do for your own growth and everything. So yeah, exactly. Anybody who can respect that 
that you 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 can do that kind of thing that's that's a good way to be um mm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think so too and you who have done it i think that's uh wow you are right um now i can't find the words but uh <laughs> you are quite strong to do it and and you are quite brave uh to do it as well so. thank you thank you mm. yes sometimes it doesn't feel that way but other times i think it you you can you can look at yourself and go yeah this was this was not an easy thing but i'm proud of myself for doing it you know and i've i've yeah. survived it's yeah i learned something right right uh and i think also it's kind of like uh you know when i was younger i used to hate when i would you know maybe like scratch something or get like a dent in it or something like that you know but now i kind of look at that as uh an attribute of character mm. and certainly that applies not only to things but to people so if you have a a scar or something on you that's a that is proof that you did something you lived yeah so you shouldn't feel so bad about it you should kind of find a way to embrace it because in most cases there isn't anything you can do about it anyway so you might as well accept that this is how yeah, it no, is at least okay the mm-hmm. yeah so oh, that's true Do you have uh, anything else that you want to share and talk about? No, I don't think so. Not not really. I hope that we will that our four years onwards will be sort of okay, uh, even yeah. if uh, even if our government wrote a lot of difficult things in in the, in the government plan. So I, I agree I, with you. I hope that everybody feels, uh, even though feels safe and and uh, enjoy your good things and of the braveness that you have showed uh while moving moving to Finland mm, or moving abroad. You. All right. Now I got to ask you what's the best way for the listeners to follow you and to be able to be in contact with you. Yeah. We are both on on, uh, on Facebook so that's called Look and Integration then you can be in contact there if you're looking at Lucan or then follow us at an our website and the website address is integration.lukan.fi or easilywelcome.fi that's a good way as well and I'm on LinkedIn not that active though I'm sorry about that Uh, (laughs) with uh, my name Veronica Herzberg okay yeah maybe not so easy to write but yeah but we'll we'll make sure that we put links and and things so people know how to spell everything it'll be in the description so good Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for for coming on and and talking to us. And I hope uh, people check out uh, Lukan and Lukan Integration and and are able to really find some benefit and pass it on to others who who might uh, benefit from it as well. So you know you're doing yeah. really good work with that, and you know it's much appreciated from this community. Thank you. Thank you, and and thank you for asking me to join you uh, in your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and other podcast providers. For more information, follow our Instagram at mastering.finland.podcast, subscribe to our monthly newsletter and keep an eye on our website masteringfinland.com. Have a nice day and good luck with your own Mastering Finland story. Bye!